0: Welcome to season 2 of Do Good and Do Well. My name is Sarah Fox and I'm a life and leadership coach and founder of the Do Good and Do Well community. And this is a podcast where we explore how to be a change maker without losing yourself. Let's get to it. Hi everyone, welcome back to another solo episode from me. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all looking after yourselves as much as possible. I'm going to talk today about things I've learnt from taking the leap and building my own business I worked a lot with freelancers when I was employed and I would say lots of things like I could never be freelancer I just couldn't do it I'd be petrified about bringing money in I don't think I'm motivated enough I don't think I'm brave enough to take that leap and I really believed that and I was truly of the employed type as my whole family had been before it's like what you did wasn't it you you finished school or whatever and you went to work for someone else you worked for other people if you worked in a charity you should expect that it's low paid because you really care about it and you don't want to make money from doing good because that would be bad. Or, you you know, you work for someone else and they take home the money. You make money for them. And that was one of my many, many limited beliefs about the world and about me, really. Other people make money, people like me don't make money people like me don't run their own businesses because we're not clever enough we're not brave enough (laughs) yada yada yada. um (laughs) but here we are in may 2021 and i still haven't made my fortune yet uh i do want to be a philanthropist when i grow up Inspired massively by Dame Stephanie Shirley, who has essentially given all of her money away and was the first amazing businesswoman to really think about working from home and working conditions for women. So, yeah, much of my mindset has really changed, I'd say, in the last couple of years. And I now absolutely believe that there are so many options open to me and i have everything i need to get me to where i want to be so there might be gaps in my knowledge there may be things that i don't know there are definitely things i don't know i don't know but i am curious i have tenacity i have imagination i care about people i connect with people really well and there's so many strengths i have that i can use to get me to where i want to be some of the key things that i've explored and learned along the way i thought would be useful to share the first is around whether we should do things for free and how I've been thinking about my pricing for my business. The second is around who I want to work with and this idea of niching down. And the third is about visibility and what that's meant for me. And I am sharing this because I I hope that it will resonate with you, whether you're a freelancer, whether you are employed maybe thinking about going freelance whether you're wanting to really think about your business and how you grow your audience and get visible you know okay yes this is about my journey but I'm hoping that it helps you to think about something in your own life as well do let me know if it does The first thing I'm going to talk about is doing things for free. I set myself a challenge to coach 100 people for free over 100 days around this time last year, really as a way of doing something uh, when we went into lockdown. And you can read more about that. I've written a blog about that, and that's on my website. Because there were lots of... Well, not lots, but there there was some question about whether we should do things for free and whether that was down to me having a poor money mindset so I didn't believe that I could make any money whether it was doing other coaches out of work because I was offering it for free like there was there was a bit of controversy about it and so I spent quite a lot of time thinking about that and really trying to understand what my pricing will be like, how I am going to create a life that allows me to enjoy it. Having worked in the arts and charity sector, I was of the feeling that I'd never really earn a lot of money. It wasn't possible, but now, you know, to be honest, I, I do want to earn a decent salary I've been working on my pricing, testing some things out and done a few courses that are all around high-ticket selling and different business models. And I've been trying to find my place within all of that that feels really aligned to me and brings me in a decent income so that I can live a life that I desire as well. I've been working on a business model now that has a variety of price points because I don't ever want to feel people are excluded from being part of my coaching world or any coaching actually because I think coaching can be so transformational and powerful and brilliant and I think everyone should be able to have it. I offer a pro bono coaching program for two working class women a year and actually I've got a space available so if you know of anyone who would like that then please let me know. I also have a range of support so you can come and Come into my free Facebook group where I offer some support. You can join my newsletter where I offer thinking prompts, things for you to ponder on. I have some DIY coaching programs that you can access, lots of exercises, lots of questions that you can do in your own time that include videos and worksheets and bits and bobs. I will be having a membership, which is super, super, super exciting. And that's coming in autumn 2021, all being well, which will be a really accessible Program for creative change makers. I have some group programs, and you can have one to one support with me. So it has been a bit, and I'm not saying that's always going to be the way that I run my business, but that is how I've kind of come to it over the last year, really, is I don't want to have a business that relies on only high ticket what they call in the online coaching world, high ticket prices. I want to make a difference to people right now as much as I can and get financially rewarded for that as well. Nishing has been something that I've been working on a lot. Most of the people that took part in my 100 Days for 100 People Challenge were from the arts and cultural sector, which wasn't a surprise because that's, that was my world. Not all of them, actually, and I really enjoyed the variety. And so for a while, I felt like I just wanted to coach everyone on anything. Partly that was out of fear, actually, that if I got too specific, then I wouldn't get any clients, especially in the not-for-profit sectors, which is where I mostly have, have my clients now, so uh arts and culture education charity and uh, lots of business coaches out there that really advocate and I do understand why they advocate for really niching down and knowing who your ideal clients are and so I've 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 sort of narrowed it down and working on that at the moment but really the people that I invite into this do good and do well world are people who have a desire to make the world a better place in some way using education and arts and creativity because really my purpose, my mission is to help the people who are bringing about positive social change in the world I'm interested in people who are really ready to do this work because being in a coaching relationship whether that's one-to-one group program there is an expectation that it takes some work and there is commitment required and so really to be in a space where you're ready to dig a bit deeper and be ready to do some of that work. I also look for people who are wanting to do better for themselves as well as others so they are ready to make a positive change to their own lives and be more proactive in putting their needs into the mix and i want to do that because i am seeing too many brilliant change makers putting their needs at the bottom of the pile and then breaking, falling over, feeling depleted, exhausted and actually they're not making the impact that they want to make. One of the other sort of big lessons that I've had over the last year is around visibility and having to get more visible. There's been lots of pulling and pushing around this issue for me. So I I sometimes wish that I'd got into this coaching business years and years ago before the pandemic because then I kind of created this story that if if I had done this before the pandemic, I would have my client base. I wouldn't have to be so visible on social media. I would have had a chance to build up this client base. Now, I know that it's actually not that simple and even people who pre-pandemic had a good client base are having to work really hard to show their services, demonstrate the value of their services, sell their services. My story is that I didn't do that. I launched my coaching practice just as the lockdown happened. And now... Or even before this, I've kind of run out of friends and family to pester about coaching. Like They have heard it all before. And so I need to let other people know that I exist. Despite my drama degree and being a performing arts lecturer years ago and running a billion workshops with all kinds of people, I'm actually also quite an introvert I like being on my own I like hiding away I like being at home just getting on with my own thing I like my own company and having to enter this online coaching world because let's face it you know we couldn't do face to face which is where I might naturally have done some of my networking has been an a complete challenge for me and I have a love-hate relationship with it all. I really love getting to meet new people and have connected with so many brilliant human beings that I might not have done if I hadn't have gone online. Where I struggle is with creating content that feels authentic and interesting and not dull, vanilla and is not adding to the noise that already exists so I've had to really think about my own mindset around being judged there's something isn't there about being visible showing your vulnerability but that opens you up to judgment although actually I probably like most people judge myself more than others judge me i'm working on that and knowing that regardless of what i do i can't make anyone feel or think anything so someone somewhere is going to judge me someone somewhere is not going to like what i say they might not understand it they might not agree with it and you know what i'm okay with that actually So it's really about me choosing my own relationship with being visible, my own relationship with social media that feels aligned to me and my values. So I have been, if anyone's on Instagram, you'll know about reels. I really, really, really don't want to do reels. Don't make me do reels. I don't want to do it just because someone told me I should and that would make my algorithm go up or whatever I just don't want to do them and so I'm not and I'm not going to post every day even though I've been told that I should and I'm going to make it really clear when I am taking a break from social media because for me it's a fine balance between using it well and effectively for my business and not adding as I say to that huge amount of noise that is clearly detrimental to people's well-being and well-being is a huge pillar of my work so i have to model that interaction with it i don't think we will ever get rid of it i think people can choose whether they are part of it or not for me I at the moment feel that it's a really useful part of my business strategy what I've come to realize is that actually my main focus and is also part of my business strategy is to serve the people who join the do good and do well community as well as I possibly can so that my credibility my reputation my values all align and i'm in this for the long game so there's really no need to panic i do have to remind myself that on a daily basis Even in those three aspects, I've learned a huge amount about running a business. And I know that there's a whole load more that I need to learn. I'm really excited about growing my business. I love working on it. I love learning about it. I'm really curious and intrigued by this world and what's possible. I love it. I love working on it as much as I love being a coach and facilitator and I'm starting to get a few inquiries from people asking me if I can share what I've learned. So, I have put all of that into a program, a, a pilot group program called Taking the Leap. So, I can share my learning with newly qualified coaches or you know, you don't have to be newly qualified, you might just have d- done your coaching qualification and now you are you want to build your own practice and you're not sure where to start. Well, I can share with you all the things that i think i did well and lots of the mistakes i made and i can talk to you about technology and how to build an audience i don't have all the answers i'm not an expert but i am willing to give you all of it you can find out more information on my website i'll put a link in the show notes if you are a coach and interested please do get in touch if you know of anyone who might be interested in this please share this episode with them or send them towards my website i really invite you whether you're running your own business or you work as an employee or or neither of those things to reflect on what is it that exists within you that helps you to get where you want to be helps you to take the leap and be brave and feel hopeful and fearless and vulnerable what are those things that make you who you are and once we identify those it can feel really empowering knowing that we already have what it takes As always, take very good care.